The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. If uh, someone you know struggles with chronic pain, you'll be interested in this next conversation. A meeting is being held tonight for chronic pain patients who are struggling with their medical treatment. It's being put on by the group Help Alberta. And the CEO and founder, Tracy Fossum, joins us now. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Now, tell me about this organization. Uh, How did it start? What's it for? Well, um, I started advocating on behalf of better access to treatment and pain management for chronic pain patients about 20 years ago. And uh, the realization that things were getting worse and patients needed more assistance um, pressed us into organizing. And that's how Mm -hmm. Help Alberta started about seven years ago. All right. Are you willing to share your story through, uh, through this journey with us? Absolutely. So what happened? Well, I've had uh, pain issues since I was very young. Okay. Um, I've lived with chronic pain all my life. But about the time that I was uh, in my late teens, I had chronic complex migraines that weren't responsive to normal um, medication treatment. Okay. I was still able to manage. I went to college. I had two kids. I was heading into a career I loved. And then things took a turn for the worst. And uh, between the headaches and some immune issues, I wound up in bed um, more than I was out the better part of eight years. And during this time, I had trouble finding doctors willing to treat me. Um, I wasn't easy. I was sensitive to medication, which is common for pain patients. And when I reached the point where the last doctor literally, literally looked me in the eye and said, there's nothing left we can do. Mm. I fell into a deep depression. I pretty much gave up. Mm. And if it wasn't for my children and for my family, I might have. But one last shot, one last shot at trying to find help. And I found a pain management doctor. And he started me on um, opioid therapy, long-term opioid therapy. The ability to ease the pain, we learned, reduced the number of headaches overall. Okay. Then the addition of physical therapy, uh, massage, exercise, diet, allowed me to start getting stronger until I was up and functioning. I wasn't able to go back to a full-time job, but I was able to do part-time work, contract work, raise my family. Mm. Um, It was was life-changing for me. Tracy, for those who... You know, there's a lot of folks uh, out there who who deal with with chronic pain, and there's a lot of people out there who don't know what chronic pain is. They might have had a, a back injury and they've had to deal with that for three months, six months, um, and then it goes away. Chronic pain, um, meaning that it's it's always there. Tracy, can you explain what living with chronic pain? is like um by the sounds of it it is just simply soul sucking it is it is um if you think of the worst pain that you've had yeah and and it just won't end um that's kind of the living nightmare that you're in and for some patients it's all consuming i mean they're unable to take a shower without the water hurting Mm. Getting up and putting your socks on can be a struggle. Tending to kids and common chores can be difficult. Often it comes with fatigue and exhaustion because just being in pain is exhausting. Um, it can affect diet and other health issues like uh, your hormone uh, 
and cause complications that pop up with other health issues. So you're constantly running into these other medical issues that complicate it. So not easy to treat. Okay, so, you know, physical side, you know, well, let's take the, the physical side, you know, put that over here. What does it do personally? You know, it is a self-esteem stealer. Yeah. I mean, you often identify yourself as who you are, what you're capable mm-hmm. of doing, and all of a sudden that is stripped away. And you're left with the question, who am I if I'm not that strong, if I can't do that job? You feel helpless. And isolation is a very big problem for chronic pain patients because the inability to get out and socialize means you're stuck in the house and often friends fall away and you find yourself alone a lot of the time. I was going to suggest that it probably has a huge impact on relationships as well. Maybe, you know, whether it's, you know, work relationships, you're not working anymore, but family relationships, relationships with friends, relationships with your partner. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, chronic pain isn't just, something that the person who has it suffers with yeah i can tell you you can see in my husband's eyes the pain that he feels when i'm suffering Mm -hmm. and it does it impacts our ability to raise our children yeah it impacts our ability to to focus on our families and to interact with our community well, you know, and first off, I want to I want to thank you for sharing that and being so brutally honest. I just wanted to paint a picture for you know my listeners to know what it is that uh, that people who are living with chronic pain deal with. That it's just not you know you can take a couple Advil and it goes away because because that is not the case. Now, so uh, help Alberta. Um, you're holding a, an event tonight, and one of the things is you really want to shine a spotlight on on um, chronic pain management and what's happening, you call it an industry. That sounds like a weird uh, terminology to me, but chronic pain management, what is happening in Alberta right now with it? And your concern is what? That that doctors are afraid to treat people with chronic pain, that I'm guessing that the opioid crisis right now is having some impact on, on that as well. Can you share a little bit on that front? Certainly. Well, we have a convergence of issues, Mm -hmm. Um, but most importantly, the the one that is impacting us the greatest right now is that there has been a confusion between the drugs that are on the street killing people and the drugs that patients are taking. There has been a confusion about whether or not uh, doctors prescribing opioids to chronic pain patients is causing um, drugs to be out on the street. And the reality is um, evidence shows that those two things are no are not related prescribing goes down street addictions and overdose go up um but one is not causal of the other we have doctors though that have had so much pressure put on them with the new guidelines that they are afraid to take on pain patients Mm. um so we're having and and i'll I'll give you my example myself um in 2017 i lost my pain management doctor and it took 60 appointments to find a doctor willing to take me on because A, I was complex, and B, because I'm on long-term opioid therapy. Hmm. I just didn't want to deal with it. And then we have doctors leaving pain management clinics and family doctor's offices that had focused for specialty on it, and there is nobody else coming in. Nobody wants to get into this field. We have a pressure um, on doctors from funding from Alberta Health Services and our provincial government that literally makes it more costly for them to treat us than to treat three patients with a cold. So why not take the three patients with a cold and deal with the complexity of these issues? Um, 
And the ongoing bias that has been created is filtering through the medical system and patients are facing it daily. We're constantly getting reports of patients um, immediately being assumed to be drug seekers when they're going to emergency rooms. We are immediately um, identified as not being serious in an emergency room because we have chronic pain. And those patients are having to go to the ER to get uh, pain medicine because they don't have a GP, they don't have a long-term, they don't have a, a doctor there to, to treat them long-term. That's what you're well, saying. Some of, them, some of them are going to emergency rooms because something else happened. Okay. And right. An example is that I, I had a heart attack in December. And I, I went to two emergency rooms and they were sending me home because before they even started, they had determined in their mind that I was drug seeking hmm. and dismissed the, the symptoms of a heart attack that hmm. I reported. We also have patients who maybe their doctor has fallen ill and they, they have nowhere to go to get refills on medication that if they stop immediately results in severe consequences. Well, you have severe consequences and, you know, you, you look to, you know, where else can you get those those meds from, right? And those options can lead to, as we as we know, to um, horrific outcomes. So what is it that you want right now? What is it that you're trying to do? What is it that you're trying to tell the system and what you're hoping for? Well, first of all, we need to have a... Uh, um, a person, an entity or division in the provincial government or Alberta Health Services whose focus is chronic pain. There is nobody in charge. Hmm. And that person needs to be responsible for funding. They need to be responsible for ensuring the safety and access of safe uh, and reliable treatment options for patients across the province because that's a serious problem. We need pressure from the College of Physicians to be taken off the doctors. We need for the dialogue that is happening to stop putting addiction, chronic pain patients, and long-term opioid therapy always in a negative light together. Mm. We need the system to start recognizing that we have created a crisis in pain management, and it is literally a crisis in which patients who suffer from chronic pain, particularly in the Edmonton area, yeah. are going to find it impossible to get the help that they need. I'm Tracy Fossum joining me this afternoon, the CEO and founder of Help Alberta. When you talk about long-term opio uh, opioid therapy, I think when, you know, Tracy, you know, for those who aren't living it, those, we, we don't quite understand it. And we hear stories about, you know, in years past of people who, and I, and I know it's different now, but, you know, when they weren't, keeping track of things so much, you know, would go from, you have gone from one, I know people who have gone from one doctor to another doctor to another doctor, um, have, you know, not followed the guidelines when it comes to taking medication, that sort of thing, end up addicted. And um, that, that's a whole other ball of wax. When you talk about long-term opioid therapy, what does that look like? Is that, you know, this is what you do. You take this three times a day. Um, you know, what does that look like for those who don't know what that means so um again i will use myself as an example yeah um i use morphine to control my pain levels to be able to, to remain functioning so i take the same dose at the same time every day my dose has not increased um i have been using this same amount for a very long time and it does not make me stoned it does not alter my ability to function but it relieves the pain to the point 
where I am able to be up and functioning in a more reliable way. Yeah. Um, and as far you, you were mentioning about the doctor shopping. Well, that was, that, that, year, that was years ago. That was years ago. We've Tracy. done a lot to stop that. We yeah. have yeah. the systems in place yeah. to ensure that patients who have an addiction issue That's right. can get access to help and are identified. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, there has been a lot of things put in place. No, exactly, Tracy. And, you know, this was years ago when I when I knew this person and and, yep. and what what happened there. But no, yeah, the uh, the Alberta system has put a lot of things in place. So and again, I think you're right. I think that there's some there's some bias there, because I think when people hear something like long term opioid therapy or, or um, someone needing to be on like a drug management plan for chronic pain, somehow in there, they get lumped in maybe with those who are abusing the drugs and I think that is one of the things that you're fighting against isn't it absolutely and uh, May 30th I believe um, one of the health authorities here in Alberta had done some work on talking to people who had gotten opioid prescriptions now it's not just chronic pain patients it's anybody who got opioid therapy and seven percent of those people reported a problem, and that includes anything from use disorder, withdrawal if they took it for too long, mm-hmm. or side effects. Um, we know that <laughs> with long-term opioid therapy, you know, there are risks, but there are risks to any treatment that we do. There's risk to chemotherapy, there's risk to insulin, mm-hmm. there's risk to antidepressant drugs. There are risks, and the important thing is that a patient understands and learns how to handle medication, has a good relationship with their doctor and a doctor who's experienced. Hmm. You know what? You're shining a light on something here, uh, Tracy, which I think is really, really interesting. And I know at my text line, I'm getting a number of people texting in saying, you know, this is you know interesting conversation because they're dealing with it in their family and not sure where to turn, what to do. But um, you're having, let's talk about this and we'll get it out there. There's a, there's a meeting tonight, 7 p.m. at the Millwood Senior and Multicultural Centre at 2610 Hughes Way Northwest. Um, what do you want people to know about that meeting and what will happen there tonight? Well, first of all, that meeting is full. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we we filled up so fast really? that it caught us off guard. But we are currently doing the work to book the second meeting so that we can meet the demand. Um, and so if people are interested in hearing what we have to say and joining us, um, they can check our website at at helpalbertaspain.com. Okay. And we will be posting information there. They can also reach us through there if they individually need help in our crisis. Okay. Um, but what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk because a lot of patients don't understand what's happening. Okay. Um, they don't understand what's impacting their pain management. And there are patients who are scared. We have 800 patients in the Edmonton area who are losing their pain management specialist mm. in the next few months. Wow. And they are terrified and nobody is responding to this. So we are. We're going to talk to them about what to do, how to handle it. We're going to talk to them about their rights, and we're going to talk to them about the efforts that we're putting forward and how they can help us to try to change this conversation. Tracy, you know what? Uh, Thanks for starting the conversation on this show this afternoon. I really, really appreciate it. And keep us updated on what's happening, okay? Absolutely, and thank you very much. Thank you so much. That is Tracy Fossum joining us this afternoon. Again, the CEO and founder of Help Alberta. The website, if you're dealing with it, you want more information, chronic pain. If you're looking for a pain management uh, physician, if you're finding challenges that maybe you don't have that doctor anymore, you can't find one who can help you, Help Alberta's pain.com. Help Alberta's pain.com. There's a Facebook page as well.
So if you're dealing with chronic pain, how do you deal with it? What are your options right now? Are you facing some of the challenges that you heard from Tracy uh, on the text line? And it's always amazing how how uh, interviews uh, and different topics resonate with each and every one of you. Um, if I look at the top, it says, hey, I call BS on your guest, Tracy. That's number one. Followed up by, great interview, Jay. It's so sad. My mom is dealing with chronic pain. She has been for years. It's just brutal. Why can't the lawmakers see the difference between pain management for chronic pain and people who are addicted to opioids from the streets? It's not rocket science. This woman has hit the nail on the head. Um, you know what? You can think what you will. Do a little reading on it. If you're living with chronic pain, your 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 insight, your feelings on it might be a little different than uh, if not. Or just your dealings. Everyone comes to their opinions on their own way, in their own way, right? Uh, By their own experiences, by their own perceptions. But I appreciate hearing from you at any time.